For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Reverend Romeo Selmensa of the Macarius Church Adringano will teach and direct you with practical life experiences through the word of God to walk in the miraculous life in faith. This is the word of God. So he said that, what is, why, are we, we are, why are we looking at considering or looking up to Jesus? Because the next verse explains why. You see, the first stuff end with semicolon. Now, English, the Bible reading English, semicolons and colon, they all are important. Okay? Ah. So we see that, go back to verse, verse 1. He said, consider the high priest and the, of our profession, comma, the name is Jesus Christ. Then semicolon. Now he's going further to explain why we should consider Jesus Christ. Are you understanding that? Uh, he's, he's explaining because he's a writer. So columns, comma, semicolons are all part of understanding what the person is trying to carry out to you. So what did ask can I say? So semicolon means that I am going to explain why I said consider the person. Jesus Christ. Why are we considering Jesus Christ? For what? In this profession, in this calling. Why are we considering Jesus Christ? Who's the highest priest? Verse 2 explains why. Who was faithful? Who was what? The one we are following. He was the word that was used to describe who he is. As far as God is concerned. In the sight of God. God considered Jesus Christ as the most faithful. The most what? Faithful. The most faithful. Faithful. Not beautiful. Not rich. Not educated. The word that was used is used to describe Jesus and the Father. The Father Himself is used to describe His Son. Is that He was faithful. Faithful. Faithful to who? Faithful to Him that appointed Him. So we are learning the attribute of Christ if we want to please God is that. We need to know and learn and learn how to become faithful. Say amen. Because see, if this is the way heaven look at you and I to receive blessings, then you must also learn the art of being a faithful person. Because that is what is recognized in the realms of the heavens. Remember, the way the world judges things are different from the way the heaven judges things. When heaven is judging, they are looking for faithful person. Not a beautiful person. Not a rich, not a, an eloquent person. Not an educated person. God doesn't bother about your education. God is looking for faithful. Faithful. Hallelujah. And so, last week, the last two weeks we started. And last week we went through some few of the... So I want to encourage everybody to ensure that you get a copy of this book. I want to emphasize that this is one of the foundations of this church. If you belong to this denomination called United Denomination of Lighthouse, you need to live by this words because that is our, our, found, our, our, our rock on which we have built this church. Loyalty. Loyalty. Faithfulness. And so you cannot be a member of this church without knowing these teachings. That's why I'm teaching you. I know your pastor taught you some years ago. But it's important that Bishop Eddie has started mighty foundations. There are certain foundations we need to keep going over them over and over and over and over. The Bible said that 
ten, uh, what do you call, remove not the ancient marks which your fathers have laid down. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 28. You can't remove the ancient marks. What made the fathers stand and succeed? It's you, when you see that mark, you don't remove it. You rather build it on it. Hallelujah. Remove not the Asian landmark. Demarcations the where, where they stood and declared things and things got and they have stood upon that. When you can't talk about this one, a tremble. In tremble. we have to know it and, and talk about it again and put it upon our neck and put it on our eyes and put it on our feet. Everywhere we go, be a challenge. As a lighthouse member worldwide, you are clothed, you are hurt, you are dead. One day, my wife went to one of the regions. There was going to be a lesson. He said, as for us in this place, this party, we eat it, we drink it, we smoke it, we wear it, we anything we are into that party. He said, hey, no matter what you do to us for us and this party, that's how we are. <laughs> you don't, they don't need any convincing for anybody. You can come and build anything here. But for we, for we, we drink it, we eat it, we smoke it, we wear it, we do it. So shall it be that if you're a member of this church, as for loyalty, dear, you drink it, you eat it, you share it, you wear it, you do anything about your life must be seen as a loyal person. Clap your hands to the Lord. Because you see, why have you seen that, that our fathers has become great? That's why I say it's an ancient landmark. You don't remove it. But you ask, when they, the God told the people, uh, uh, Moses, that Joshua said, put some stones. Take some stones and put them. One day, say, your children will ask you, what is this stone? Then you will explain to them that where you are coming from and why you are here. Those of, those, how many were here on first service? First service, I preached at different message. You can go and listen to it. It's on the, on the Facebook. One of the things that God used to bless Abraham was that he told me, as for Abraham, he will command his children to serve me. So if I bless him, I know it, the blessing will stay forever. Yes. God will never bless you when you don't have a certain foundations on which you stand and you must teach your children to know that this is our foundation. You cannot remove this track. We cannot remove the track. It's our foundation why we became who we are today. And many of us, we don't teach our children. That is why when our children grow, they go away from what their fathers know. But we will teach our children. That's why I'm here to teach the children. Say amen. So, we are saying that what is the word? Why are we teaching this? We are teaching this because number one, loyalty is the principle requirement for us it's a, it's a principle that's the most important thing that everybody must have if Jesus Christ himself was faithful why do you want, why do you want to tell you that you won't be faithful to the person who appointed you how do you want a person to bless you or pay you. Won't he sack you? The guy who took one seed, he said that you, I know you are a very bad guy. Why? I know he said you are a bad guy. You reap where you have no soul. You, 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 why are you saying such negative thing again? The same person who, who put you there. And what happened to him? He said, cast him away from me. That is why you will be cast out from where you are. God has blessed you. God has put you that you want to bless, but because of your mouth and the way you are, you don't know how to become a loyal person, a faithful person. You are sacked from that place. Say amen. But the Lord is going to make you a great person. That's what we are teaching. It's a principal requirement. Number two is to fight. Is to fight. When we know we fight people who are disloyal among us, people who don't have our spirit, we cast them out. Hallelujah. We cast them out. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 10. Cast them out. Or 10, 22, whichever it is. 22, 10. 22, 10. Can you see? Cast out who? The corner. Obi or can can some group we won't be an unquanted in Samba. Zambonin or Deba. 
Bible said that we should cast you out. That is why when you are in office, you complain a lot. You remember a lot. You will be cast out. Because it's an evil spirit. It's an evil spirit. You cannot be a member of this church and you are goss gossiping about people in the same place where you get your blessing from. The same church where we have been a blessing to you. And you are talking about the pastor, you are talking about the pastor, talking about the choristers, and the choristers, even the way they were saying this, and so on, and so on. You, are, you will cast you out because you, don't, you can't allow you to stay with us and build the church. So that is why we teach, so that we fight the faith columnists. They say, when we say faith columnists, it means that somebody who is part of us, but he doesn't belong to us. Because, you are part of that system, but anytime you come, you are looking for something negative. And go and tell the enemies of the same system where you are part of. You are a faith columnist. And nobody in this church should become a faith columnist. Because when Satan wanted to kill Jesus Christ, he had to find Judas who was eating Jesus Christ. Can you believe it? Satan knew that there was no way he could destroy Jesus Christ. So he had to find somebody within the 12, 12 disciples who was very close. So sometimes you may be very close, but you are the target of Satan. That is what we are teaching you. So why you see Satan is trying to put a certain thought in your heart. Hey, I don't want to be Judas here. Reject it. You throw it away. Somebody's bringing an idea. Say, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> hey. I hear Reverend has impregnated a certain. Yeah. Because see, if you don't learn this, eh, Satan will use people to rope you inside. People who follow disloyal people, eh, they all get destroyed. You have a destiny to protect you. You have a future for yourself. Don't allow anybody, if you're in the church, if you are sorry, even your husband, don't let your husband become a hindering block for you to, to become what God wants you to become. Yes, not even your wife, not your husband. When you are at home and your husband brings a certain topic and the topic is something negative about the church or the pastor, say, brother, I didn't marry you for this. If I'm ready for you, if you want, let's, let's do our business and stop this matter. I don't want to discuss this matter here. Receive the spirit of the loyalty. Because the Bible says of Christ, there was no guile found in his mouth. It is not everything that God subjected him to that he liked. But he never opened his mouth and said anything negative. There was no guy found in his mouth. And when you some of you, you when you come to church, you are sanctimonious. But when you go out there, there are a lot of guys in your mouth. Poisons in your mouth. Some people even come to mark the English of the pastor. Also for no kind and of the and of the and of the and then you know, so you, all the preaching he preached, you didn't hear said the mistakes or yeah. Are you here or go home? So it is to fight. Somebody say we are fighting against negative tendencies among us. Say amen. You know the reason why we teach this is a uh, so that number one, you yourself, you don't become a target Satan wants to use. You see, Satan, yeah, he's always looking for opportunities to use people. Satan doesn't fight battle on his own. He uses people to fight for him. A little bitterness in your heart. Or how why you offended Kakrana? Then he take advantage of you. Because and count and guess and to you. And what people did now try prepare a num. I fasting. Oh, yes, about the reverence there be in to do. Ah Reverend Kra then that's how Reverend Wu preach. Now we would who preach it among me to Kakrana and no to woof for me. To woof as me can some of me can 
because Satan says, ah, I like this person. He's already offended. Let me enter and tell him that. Now, can you see? Now, is that plenty other thing that Reverend did to you that you, you have forgotten? He said, you say last time when you met him, you greet me, greeted him. He didn't mind you. No, I added him. Do you remember that his wife also met you? He didn't mind him. Then he keep adding a thing. And then ask you, I don't know what you more, more, more. That is the reason why some wives leave marriages. Because when they see one offense, then Satan comes to magnify many offenses of the husband to them. Because he, Satan knows that you are already offended because when you ask for money, your husband didn't give you the money. you keep adding it to your And so you see yourself boiling, boiling, boiling. So when the man comes up, instead of embracing him, you are losing your blessing. So you need to know these things so that you don't allow yourself to be controlled by Satan. Amen. Then you also have to know so that once you see somebody manifesting it, you can point and say, hey, sister, be careful because Satan can easily destroy you. This attitude you are showing is a sign that Satan can easily use you. Don't go. Don't do that. So you need to know it for yourself to keep yourself from being used by Satan. And then also know so that once somebody around you is manifesting it, you can point to the person and say, no. Because if you are not well trained with these teachings, when somebody is making a comment, you may tell it's a fair comment. It's not a fair comment. When Peter told Jesus Christ, you won't go anywhere. You say you are going to die. You won't die. He said, look at you and said, Satan. How can Jesus tell his own servant Satan? Because Jesus Christ could see that at that moment, it was not Peter who was speaking. Satan was taking advantage. Because he gave an opportunity to see that you are the Christ. Then that's where that came from, you are the Christ. He has become proud. He feels that now he's a great man. Now he knows a lot of things. Satan said, I like proud people. When immediately you start showing signs of pride, first man can hear now we Satan this guy has become a proud person. So when Reverend repeated, said, no, you should know that Hunter is Reverend at this time, time, time. You know, you have to go for that meeting, you know. Your, your colleagues are waiting for you at the club. At the, at the club. Social club. So can't you see that he's delaying your time? Said then, why are you rich? And you why join another club? And you are sorry, open them, say, I'm Time no day, time no day. Satan said, that's a good person I can God is delivering from this. That's why we are teaching you all these things. Say amen. Number three is to allow the love of God to fill the church. There should be love. Talk about love. Love me as I love you. Don't say anything negative about me because I don't say anything negative about you. When you so you hear you meet somebody say that, that this person say this say that I don't I, he doesn't I don't I know him that he doesn't say these things. Tell the person on this Oh my name is John not my 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 auntie. Main kai. So what did he say? Hey. And he said that uh, hey. what did he say? I know what you want to No pollute more. So next time when you see a person in church, you get angry. Instead of love, you meet the person with hatred. Because That's why we fight the fifth columnist. Because so nipa or when you fifth columnist. Hallelujah. When you come to church, you must come to church with a heart of love open heart. Believe God that you have come to a good place. You are going to receive the blessings of God. Number four, so that there will be what? A large and successful team. You know, everything we do, we do together. The choristers are singing, the dancers are dancing, the ushers are ushering, people are arranging. Everything is we do together. You don't, it's not about only the pastor that make a church do, do well. Everybody contributes something. We are a team of workers. That is why we say that this one come and do this. 
and after that, this one come and do this, after this one come and do this, and then we close. Everybody is playing a role. So, we don't affect anybody's attitude. Everybody must do with happiness, with willingness, and with joy. Hallelujah. And the team must be well coordinated. We are all working towards one goal, to make the name of Jesus glorified. Hallelujah. But if you are against me, it means that you will think that, oh, it is Reverend that is going to take the glory, so I won't be part of it. No, that's what some people think. That if we gather people and we get to the church or we go to the independent square, Bishop Doug will say that I am anointed. And so he will take the glory. It's not true. Everybody's contributions is a lot. The team of all of us contribute. You hear him often saying over and over that everything I've done is because of the loyal team I have. How can you have a church in Papua New Guinea, Australia, Germany, Italy, all those things? If there is no loyalty, that's what people think. Have you seen that these loyal people, they are always thinking that somebody is enjoying and I am the one working. I'm the one working. That's the spirit of the devil. That my boss, look at her. Look at her. Every day she's just going up and down, up and down. Then he asks, how much money do you have? Okay, transfer here, transfer here. Well, transfer here. We should be working for her to be enjoying. That's what some people think. So instead of working hard to promote the business, you say that, ah, baboon, they work well. Monkey, they work well. Baboon, will chop. Any thought of that nature means that you are a potential danger for Satan to use. Yes. Yes. Don't, think, don't, have, don't entertain this thought in your head. It's a team. Today, you may be, somebody may be in the 18. Pass the ball to the person. When the person scores, all of us have won. Tomorrow, you may be the 18. Then we also pass it to you. So that we keep winning. But then you for next round. It means that we are being eliminated. There's no winning bonus for anybody. Don't say somebody is taking my glory. So we work as a team. That when one win, all of us have won. Hallelujah. Amen. When one wins, all of us have won. If we build a mega church of 1,000 members, all of us will see that I am proud to be a member of this church. So when somebody's bashing people, don't sit somewhere and say negative thing against it. It's a teamwork. Tell anybody it's a teamwork. And we must all play our roles. Hallelujah. Amen. Number five is to have a mega church. When the team is strong, it becomes bigger. But when the team is weak, we can't produce much. Why do you think everybody wants to join Real Madrid or Barcelona? But the team is strong. They keep winning and the bonus become bigger. And they have more supporters. Now people are leaving Chelsea and they to go and support. <laughs> I saw somebody say that hey, Chelsea Social media said, "Madi wechi ache me yabre." We just imagine, imagine what the patroni are doing, or she patroni, or she just because when you meditate, na koma sa. That's why God is giving you a place you can be part of, so that we can build a mega church. You know, when there's a mega church, you can find a good friend in the church. You can find a good husband in the church. You can find a good, a good word, a good wife. In the church, a good husband in the church, a good shepherd. You can hear good messages, anointed messages. We can attract more anointed men of God. And Bishop Eddie is coming to bless us. The bigger we are, the more we can even invite Bishop Dad to come and join us. And so you see that something is big, it attracts greater force of blessings. Hallelujah. Are you here or go home? If we see, because Jesus said, any kingdom that is divided against itself shall not stand. It will break down. 
So if you gossip about me, this one gossip about me, we are destroying something that God is using to build. That is why when you, when you hear anybody making negative comments, you see that it's a fifth column as you have to cast the person out. Because otherwise, we can't ex- experience the greatness of the blessings. Amen. So that we can have what? A mega church, a great church, a big church. There is a blessing in having the church becoming great. Hallelujah. You will get businesses in the church. If you are a carpenter, somebody is in the church building. You are the one the person recommend to come and do the carpentry work for. If you, you, you lay tiles, how many lay tiles? Is there a tiler here in the church? Because I'm looking for a tiler myself. Who is a tiler? Uh, yes. I'm looking for a tiler. I have my cousin in the UK who is building. He says you look for a tiler for him. So you see if you are in a church like this. And it's a church is big. Not only one person. Almost everybody is building a house. And everybody wants to put on tile. And you are a tiler in the church. Wouldn't it be a blessing to you to be a tiler in the church? You are a carpenter. When the thing came in the glass, it was one of my assistant pastors who is in glass. Who gave, I gave him the thing. Because when the thing is big, the blessings come. That is why don't, 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 don't come to church. Ask, bring somebody to church. Because it's some, the guy who said he's a tiler, today somebody brought him to church. See, if the thing is not big for him to join, you wouldn't find a tiler. But when the thing is big, you can find all kinds of people complete. But, but Colossians said that we are complete in him. Anything you need is in Christ. If only we can build a mega church. When you travel outside and you are a lighthouse member, true lighthouse, that's where you see the importance of a mega church. You will never be a missing person. Any country you land, you only have to locate, is there any lighthouse church in this area? And call the pastor. Say, pastor, say yes. I am in standing at airport. I don't know anybody in this place. But I know you have lighthouse. Say, yes, I let her. Okay. You will send, not small cow, to come and pick you where you are. Oh, yes. I, I, have you had travel before and explained that? It's, it's, come, 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 come. Me, I'm not talking. You see, see she's a corporate, a corporate person, a corporate lady. Eh? Give her a microphone. He says what? So it's a company strategy, a certain company. So that's how they expand to other countries. That is what they do. How they expand, expand to other expand, countries. Expand, expand. The word expand, mega. When we say something is mega, it has expanded. It has become big. The only way to make the thing big is that you must have faithful people in the different places. Because when you are in the headquarters... And somebody's in a branch far in another country. How can you get the money that you collected well counted? Unless the person there has been trained to be a loyal person there. So we see, I'm speaking from the spiritual dimension. She is speaking from a corporate dimension. But you see how it works. That is why I say, you don't need to go to university to know the wisdom of God. If only you follow the teachings of God. She has been to university and is talking from corporate. I am not being, I'm not talking from university degree. But I'm talking from the word of God. That the thing that they are implementing in their company, it is here in the church. It's here. It's here. Company strategy. And she's an executive, uh, uh, what's her position? She's in a big company. And look at, see, to get that knowledge, that is why he's being paid well. Are you not being paid well? Yes. Are you not driving a car? Are you not having a husband? Don't you have children? All oh, this has come because of this knowledge. Oh. And how many of you are going to go to the school that she went to? To get this knowledge. But you see, when you are in church, these teachings will be given to you free of charge. She had paid so much from class one to the university to acquire this knowledge. And that is what she's living on as a corporate strategy. You can't strategy because I want you to say. But I see you going out with spiritual strategy. This is a spiritual strategy that makes you a rich and prosperous person. 
Hallelujah. You see, that is why, you see, the, I've told you that the teachings we receive in church eh, is more than university degree. But you see, many of you, you joke with what we teach here. She has been to school for many years and paid so much in pounds. In, I'm, sure, I'm sure you went to abroad to do some, something. Before she had this company strategy, but before she went there, it was in the Bible. It was in the Bible. Before she got it, it was in the Bible. So if you learn it, you won't go to university, but you can get the same knowledge. As it. And as she's applying that knowledge and you become rich. So if you apply this knowledge I'm teaching you, you shall become rich. Because the same God, Bible says he's rich to us all who call upon him. If you apply his word. Many things they learn in university, they copied it from the Bible. They copied from the Bible. They are only giving secular names to it. <laughs> but everything comes from the Bible. Yes. Everything comes from the Bible. When Ezra was coming out from captivity and he landed, the, the, the king told him that learn all the laws and teach the people and appoint them as judges. That means that Supreme Court judges in Nano appoint one from the word of God I'm giving to you so that they can know how to judge the people because it was there. So, but the Supreme Court also achieved justice. The knowledge of our Bible. Okay, that's what we are teaching. So we can, anything big comes when there's loyalty. Loyalty. That's why when you play the role, you are a faithful person. You can also be appointed a branch pastor, a branch manager, a branch something. I have one of my, my children in ministry. I raise up. She went to Togo to do so many things. No, no, he came to Igota Radio. And then he, somebody employed him. He was a pastor. But somebody employed him. And when he employed him to represent a brand in Togo, in, in Ho, the whole region, he started applying the same principles he had been taught in the Bible school. And he said that suddenly his sales started shooting up. Because he knew what visitation, uh, anakazo, all those principles. When he started applying it, the business was good. So that the, when the, the month, the quarter ended, his report he submitted a report. It was the biggest sales of all the branches. Then he started them. Huh? It's called CEO, CEO, CEO. Corporate people are talking. CVM means what? Customer value manager. Management. There's pastoral care. And one I've told you that they, they, they only change their words. They use big terms. Yeah. Salad English. But the same principle is what is taught in the Bible. Suddenly, the company, Onko University, but he's, he's the branch manager in the whole, whole, whole and all the regional, I think it's almost the regional director. Regional director. Because of faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm going, I see you become one of the greatest persons. That's why it's my intention that these teachings, you will apply it in your life. Say amen. amen. So we are going to have a mega. And when you play a role in any major, me, mega thing, you also benefit from it. You know that when you become faithful and you make that thing great, you also benefit from that. In Matthew chapter 25 verse 21, Matthew 25, verse 21. Jesus said, Bible said, the kingdom of heaven is like a man who traveled. And then when he returned, he called the servant, the first one who received five. He called him and said, come, his Lord said unto him. Now, can start from verse 8, 8, 8 20. 20. And he said, you gave me five. So he, he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou Delivered unto me five talents. Behold, I have gained. Someone say gained. Say gain. You see, a faithful person is somebody, when you commit things to him, he works to make it more. He works to make it what? More. I've gained. I've gained. I've gained. You are, somebody has employed you as a shopkeeper. 
you must gain more for the person who employed you. God gave Jesus to go to the world and save the world. He sacrificed his life and he gained more for God. A faithful person is looking for how I can deploy whatever has been committed to me to gain more. To make it mega. To make it great. So if you are in charge of a choir, we expect that by faithfulness you grow the choir. You gave me 20 members, it has turned into 40 members. Because it's a sign that you are faithful, that we can commit things to your hand. And that is why I said that I've delivered more, I've gained more. Behold, beside the five more. Now listen to what the master said, verse number 21. And his master said unto him, Well done. That good and what? Faithful servant. Having been faithful with little, I will make you ruler over many things. I see you using your little faithfulness to become a ruler over many things. So, see, have you seen the, 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 the key word here? Faithfulness will make you rule over many things. Even though it was small, that was committed. When we commit something small to you and you, you, can, you can be faithful. I didn't have the man, I saw and said, I'm not this one. But what you mean, maybe I become one. You won't say, you will be a woman. You will be a woman. You be You expect your boss to promote you. But a faithful person say, hey, what an honor to be employed in this company. I'm going to put in my best of strategies to ensure that the thing grows and becomes greater. And when you have that thought inside you, the spirit of God is controlling your life. And so you live up and say that the little that was given to you was only a test of your faithfulness. I said, the little that was given to you was a test of your faithfulness. So anybody to whom something has been committed to you, you must work so hard and be so faithful that when the Lord come back, say, let's sit down and see what has happened to me. You see that you gave me five. I've added five more. And the master said, well done. That good and faithful. He said, having been faithful little, I will make you rule of man. Now watch the next line. Enter down into the joy of your Lord. What does it mean? It means that whatever your Lord has been enjoying, if your Lord has been enjoying bus, a, a, a car, because you have helped for the thing to grow and become bigger, he is willing to buy you a car to drive. If he has built a house, he's rent, he has an apartment, he, because you are a faithful person, he will give you an apartment. If he has traveled, and because of his travel, you were memory and talking. But if you are faithful and you serve him well, because you have, he has been traveling, it's the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord. The every Lord has something he enjoys. When you, you, start, you, you, you come to me in this church, there is something as the Lord I enjoy. But it is only when you play your role well to enhance what we are doing here. That is when you will enter into those joy with me. So that when I'm going to a meeting with Bishop Eddie, I can say, let's go and have Bishop. When we are going to have fellowship, because every Lord has some joys. But your faithfulness is what qualifies you to enter into the joy of your Lord. So that if your Lord has been driving a good car, he doesn't have a problem buying you a new car because of faithfulness. That's why I'm teaching everybody. You can be even a house boy or house girl or a, 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 what do you call, a shopkeeper. It's not the, not the thing you are stealing that will make you great. That's the voice of Satan. He tried to destroy you. Be faithful. Be faithful. Be faithful. Just be faithful. God will use the same little faithfulness to promote you. And the thing that you are admiring from your Lord, eh, you see yourself enjoying the same thing. You enter into the joy. Because see, when the, I gave you the five, there were only five. And that is why I was paying you maybe 10% of what you have. Uh, so 10% of 5,000 is only 500. But if you can make it a thing to be 5 million, and I always give 10%. It means that the 10% of 5 million, which you have turned 5,000 to 5 million, you have now crossed over into 500,000. So whatever that I'm enjoying, you also have the same capacity to enjoy it with me. But the thing has not become bigger. 
It has become bigger. But that's what many people don't know. Because the world is a world of people who are deceivers and cheaters. And here the idea Jawel. Eban Waseno. They saw your choir star, choir master. Not because of beautiful girls are in the church. And you want to be in control with them, no. Now you do it now. I shall go check choir. And I want to be standing there. I don't go to New York branch set by a choir master. I hold you over there. Why you are going to be setting class of women? See, because you don't have, you have not been able to overcome the temptation of being faithful with what has been given to you. Sometimes that's why we can't go far in life. As for test, it will come to you. But now you have told you, I want to be your enemy. Now so see, anything God give it to you is a test of your faithfulness. If you can be faithful. Men, if you can be faithful to your wife, you will see God will make you a ruler over many good things. Not many women, no, not many women. But many things. Many things. Faithfulness, it works everywhere. It's a spiritual virtue. Anywhere you apply it, it works. Oh, yes. The person that is my, my that who pays me is my classmate. My classmate. Who I work with as my senior partner. My classmate. He pays me. Yes. And when the income of the company comes, it is what he determines for me that I take. Not what I say that I, I work for it. No. No. We are all, we're all classmates. And so what? You have to learn that who appointed you you have to be faithful to that person. Even if it's your junior brother. Don't bring my brother my in, the, in the relationship. There is a, somebody is a lord over your life. Respect that person. When the income comes, he can take as much as he wants to take. I don't care. I don't complain. I'm the one who, sometimes the check I pay for it. It's my boss. And so what? And I, I will not stand anywhere and say that. No, one day before I, fought, I, I joined him, he had other colleagues he worked with. And one of the reasons why none of them could stand is that they couldn't stand his certain way of management. Because when you are partners, it's like we have equal say and equal share. That's how many of us we have that mentality. We have equal share, we have equal say. Who appointed you? Do you appointed yourself or somebody appointed you? Once the person appointed you, you have a duty of faithfulness to him. It doesn't matter whether it's your junior brother. It doesn't matter whether it's your wife. Sometimes maybe it's your wife's business that he has employed you. You have to respect your wife from that perspective. When you come home, you can turn the table and enter the But when you enter the office, yes, madam. Yes, madam. Say yes, madam. Say yes, madam. Anything he command you to do as far as the business is concerned, you must say, yes, madam. After that, when you go home, you can turn the table and he will be under you and he can be on the top. But from around the office, if he appointed you and is the one paying you, you have to say, yes, madam. Clap your hands to the Lord, somebody. I'm teaching you the wisdom of God. You will never regret your life when you're a faithful person. You will never regret you will never regret. You will never regret. As long as you don't live by complaining. Because sometimes like, oh, oh I didn't say, ah, I did But close your eyes. And that tells you that you are going to be faithful. No guy will come out of your mouth. Nobody should hear anything negative about the person who appointed you. Whatever you're using the money for, let me use it for. 
Whatever he's using his, his, his time for, let me use it. You are saying somebody, don't complain. Not that your, he knows what he's doing and he's seeing how faithful you are. So that he can later on, when you say, have you been faithful with little? I can now make you a ruler over many things. Now enter into the joy of your Lord. I pray for every one of you that this spirit will be with you. Hallelujah. To have, the next one is to have a long lasting ministry. Long lasting. Anything that wants to be long lasting, there must be loyalty. If there's no faithfulness, something cannot be passed on from one generation to another generation. That is why you must be careful that as you are raising your children, you must teach them God. Because you are faithful to God because of where you came from. But your children doesn't know the God who has brought them this blessing. So for the same blessing to remain in the house, you have to teach your children the same principles of life. Hallelujah. So that the children operate under the same. So that there shall be long lasting. Long lasting. There are families where there was so much riches. But when that generation passed away, the second generation destroyed everything. But they didn't learn what the fathers learned. And the fathers also didn't teach the children why they have what they have. They didn't teach them. That is why I'm teaching you. Because our fathers who are on the top, they have worked on this world, this life for this. But it is time for you in the next generation to have the same spirit of loyalty. So that whether we are there or we are not there, the church must grow. The church must do well. The church must advance. Because the same people with the same spirit is at work everywhere in the world. Hallelujah. How many years is left Bishop Doug and, and the bishops? We are all crossing 60, 60, 60, 60, 60. Very soon, in the next many years to come, may, may not be, but the teachings will help the children to do the same thing over years. So that's why as I'm teaching you, and you start practicing it, you see it, you also have to teach your children. Because that the, the, the spirit is what brings the blessings. The blessings of the house, it's connected to this kind of virtue. When we break that virtue, we lose the blessings. Hallelujah. That is why the children must know the, the foundation on which the father stood to get these blessings. We, see. we are blessed to see the church building here. When this started, there was no church building. There was no church building. Lighthouse was only one branch. So some people came here to find the land and lay the foundation. So when we come here, we shouldn't think that we, that we are just a different generation. We must learn what they learned. What was the reason why they were able to stand the test of time? So that we can live the same philosophy and walk on the same foundation. So that we also teach our children that it is faithfulness. Not many of us, we are in a rush for money. You won't get money when you rush for it. I would say money has wings. We are so just now, but said to go baby. But if you can remain faithful in everywhere God has placed you. God can make you a great person. You don't need to travel abroad to become prosperous. You only know, know to, must know the knowledge of things from above. Once you know the knowledge of God from above, you can prosper everywhere you are. Faithfulness. Being faithful. You become great. Hallelujah. And the last one. In order to reap your reward. There is a reward for loyalty. That's how I explained to you. He said, well done, good and faithful servant. Not a smart guy. You are a smart guy. You have been able to cheat the system. Young men who have come, let me tell you, if you cheat, you will die. Because the Bible said that, I think Jeremiah chapter, what is that? Jeremiah what? Weapon, water. Said that anyone who, who's a thief, you will gather it, but you will die. And at the end, you will be a fool. Don't rush for money. Build your life on the foundation of faithfulness. To anybody whom you are serving. Joshua, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, you have to be faithful to your boss. He is paying your school fees. 
Where were you? Your father, your father didn't pay your school. Somebody is taking to university and sponsoring from the church. So you cannot stand somewhere and gossip about that person. You cannot stand somewhere and say something bad about that person. Even if he has slapped you, don't tell anybody he has slapped you. Keep quiet because he has been a blessing to you. See, many of us, when somebody was done you so much good, one day that's something small. Hey, everybody will hear about the bad, something small he has done for against you. It's a sign that you are not a faithful person. A faithful person will say that, oh, but this person has been good to me all these years. So if today he has out of anger slapped me, this one, let me cover it. Uh, it's not a normal thing that your husband has been slapping, it's not true. So if one day Bichale Abu phone to and just say consider that you have so much credit and you have just debited him. You know, I love to be accountant. Do you know why I love to be accountant? Because in accounting, it's a debit and credit. When somebody does good to you, it goes to the credit. And when somebody does something bad to you, it goes to the debit. And then we have got a balance carry forward. So you weigh the credit and the debit. And if there's more credit than the debit, you carry forward. For next time. So we keep carrying forward until the thing becomes zero or be turned to negative. So sometimes when people do you good, just give them the credit. Credit, credit. So one day, if prof, me know the before now just you say power, so for this one, I made the best debit. No matter what I say, Paco Petna against me. But this balance carry for income because there's so much credit you have done that I don't need to use that one particular thing alone. To negate off all the balance on your credit. Oh, may the Lord give you the spirit of loyalty. And say that there's so much in your credit. God, you have so much in your credit as far as my life is concerned. And so if for one reason something has happened to me, I won't say that God, you are a bad God. I won't save you again. Some people say that, oh, so for, um, I, I've stopped coming. To Sometimes people leave the church. And I say, why have you left the church? So one of your shepherds, he said this to me, so I've left the church. Oh. And to me, me and me also for now. My preacher, preacher, preacher. To one who said, at least, my papa can cram out. Now, what me, I just, sorry, just because my own assistant has said something against you. Me, me, shepherd, I don't think that my shida will not be there. I'm home. I'm going home. One mistake, my assistant will be here against you. And then I would go against and write me off completely. That's a disloyalty of the highest degree. But may the Lord save you from that spirit of disloyalty. In Jesus' name, amen. Stand to your feet. Lift up your hands and pray to God. And ask God to help you to be a faithful brother. Lift up your hands. Pray. Father, thank you. Holy Spirit, pray that, Lord, I want to be a faithful. I want to be like Jesus. I want to be like Jesus. Anyone who appointed me, anyone who has given me position, anyone who has done something to me in my life to come this far, I want to remain faithful. I do not comment any negative thing against the church. I've been blessed since I joined this church. I will be, I've been blessed. I've had good friends. I have so many good things. I've learned so many things in life through the church. If something happens to the church, I am not the one to speak against it. I don't have the right. I don't bother what is happening. I order know that I want to remain faithful to you. Because it is here that I got my blessing. It is this person who appointed me. It is this person who gave me this employment. It is this person who gave me a place to stay in Accra. It is this person who gave me a food to eat when I was hungry. And so even if they had done something negative, I won't complain. I won't talk about it. I won't say negative thing about it. I won't gossip about it. I won't insult him. I won't attack him. I will remain faithful because the being faithful will take me to enter into my joy. Lift up your hands and pray. Pray to the Lord and say, Lord, help me. Help me. I can't hear you praying. I can't hear you praying. Everybody lift up your voice and pray. Say, Lord, help me to be like Jesus. Faithfulness, loyalty should be my lifestyle. Loyalty. All those who remain loyal, they enter into a joy of their lords. The joy of their lords. The joy of their lords. The joy of their lords. They started as servants. They became faithful servants and became from faithful servants rulers over many. And after rulers of many, they have entered into the joy, the joy, the joy. There is a joy waiting for you. Don't speak negative. Don't speak gossip. Don't destroy what where you find yourself. God has placed you there to promote you one day. 
to be in charge. So don't destroy the person who is there. Don't fight the person who is there. Don't say anything negative about the person who is there. Pray for yourself that God will help you to be faithful, to be faithful, to be loyal. This must be your lifestyle. Your lifestyle is that you are a faithful person. Anybody who sees you must count you as a faithful, a person who doesn't speak negative things to somebody who has been good to you, to a church who has been good to you, to a father who has been good to you. It's disloyalty. It's the spirit of Absalom. He speaks and attacks his own father. After the father has given birth to him, after the father has nursed him, and then you speak against your own father, you do something negative against your own father. It's an evil spirit. Father, we cast that demon out of our lives. Anybody who Satan has targeted and is using for gossip, for attack, for bitterness, Lord, cast this demon out of the people. Raise them as champions of loyalty. In everywhere they find themselves, let them become faithful. Let them become loyal. Let them serve you. Let them contribute to make the thing bigger, bigger. Anywhere they find themselves, teach them to make it bigger. Not to complain, but make it bigger. Make it bigger. And work hard. Work hard. Work hard to improve. To improve upon the place. So that there will be abundance. So that there will be increase. So that they shall all enjoy. People are looking for salary increase. But they don't want to work hard to make the company do well. Lord, let the spirit of loyalty help them to work hard in the midst of all challenges. They don't see challenges. They see only opportunities to continue to work hard for increase, for increase, for increase. For when the thing grows, there will be more to share. There will be more to share from. There will be more to share. Oh Lord, let this spirit fill our hearts. Let this spirit be in us. Let this spirit mark us as your children. Wherever we are, we want to see ourselves as faithful people. Faithful people. Faithful people. It's a principal requirement. And as a Christian, as you live in faithfulness, as you not live by gossip, as you not live by stealing, as not live by being smarter and cheating system, but being faithful to make the thing grow, to make the thing work, so that, Lord, the increase will come and we shall all enter into the joy of the Lord. We bless you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for making us, for you make our lives beautiful through the spirit of loyalty. Let our life become beautiful. Let our life be separated from the rest. Mark us, O oh Lord, wherever we are. You make manifest the server of the knowledge of you. When people, we, anywhere we find ourselves, let the smell, the sweet smell of loyalty be found in our positions, in the place we work, in the church you have planted us. You didn't bring us here for us to come and complain and murmur against anybody, but you brought us here to prepare us to become contributors in any capacity we can be part of the team to make the work beautiful and grow. Let the anointing be upon everyone. Let the anointing, put your hand upon your head and receive the anointing to be faithful. The spirit of faithfulness, let it come upon you right now. The spirit of faithfulness. From today, may the Lord baptize you with the spirit of faithfulness. The spirit of faithfulness, it shall mark you wherever you are. The spirit of faithfulness. I'm preaching to people, I'm praying. Some people are using mobile phone at this time. Please stop and put your hand on your head and receive the anointing of faithfulness. It's a spirit of God. It's a spirit of God. It's a spirit of God. You can go and ask Daniel. You will see that it was the spirit of faithfulness that made Daniel to be appointed as one of the best in the country. Receive the spirit of faithfulness. Everywhere you are, may the Lord mark you with the spirit of loyalty and faithfulness. May no negative thing come out of your mouth. May no gossip, may no criticism, may no attack to authority come out of your mouth. Whether in your house, in your room, with your wife, don't say anything negative. It's an evil spirit. He will follow you to your home. Don't allow him to follow you. Reject him. Say, they have been good. It has been a good thing. The man has been good to me. The church has been good to me. The company has been good to me. I don't have anything negative against it. I am going to remain faithful. I'm going to work to make the thing increase. I'm going to help the church to grow so that I can have my portion. My portion. Receive the spirit of faithfulness. The spirit of loyalty. The spirit that marks you from the world. We are living in a world where everybody wants to cheat. 
but you will not cheat. But your faithfulness will cause you to be lifted high by God. When the Lord is looking for faithful people in that company, may you be the one to be chosen. In that office, may you be the one to be chosen. In that family, may you be the one to be chosen. In the church, may you be the one to be chosen. Everywhere you are, may you represent Christ as a faithful servant who receive a reward of great blessings. The Lord bless you and establish his kingdom in your life. In Jesus' name. Amen. As every head is bowed, every eye closed. You want to give your life to Christ. You cannot be faithful unless Christ saves your life. The world we live in is a world where you, you, there are a lot of things you have to cheat before you can survive. But when Christ is in you, Bible says he's the hope of glory. He will give you the capacity. The capacity. Many people are offering themselves even free sex free sex but faithfulness will tell you that no I can't do this against God if Joseph had messed up he would have ended up in destruction as he remained faithful even with his body you are not married but you can't be faithful to your own self you keep on sleeping with people by heart it's a sign that Satan is controlling your life and when Jesus enters into your life, you can be faithful to your own life and your destiny. Because many of some of the sex you are having today, they are seeds of death. That in few years to come, it will manifest for you to die young. But if you can remain faithful with your life, God will give you a good wife, a better husband. Lift up your hands. You want to give your life to Christ. Everyone, wherever you are, you want to give your life to Christ. To God to save you from this evil that influences you to do bad things. God bless you. Please come. I want to pray for you. Come. Come to Jesus. Give your life to Christ. He will take you. He will deliver you from that oppression of Satan. You can no more be under the influence of Satan. You are somebody who likes a lot of complaints. You complain a lot. Listen. If you are here, you find yourself that almost anything somebody come along with, you criticize. Almost anything that you hear, you want to criticize. It's an evil spirit. It's a seed Satan is interested in to use you to destroy your life. God wants to save your life. If you have that spirit, please come. I'm going to pray for you. You react. Anytime you hear any new thing, you attack it. You don't even think about it too. Just because it came from somebody that you attack it. Anything you see it as negative is an evil spirit. Maybe you are here, you are into politics. And it's like anything that comes, a new policy that comes, you attack. It's an evil spirit. At least take your time to understand what the person is trying to say. You are not the originator of that idea. Somebody has come up with an idea. You don't just immediately criticize it. You just start to sit down and think through. It's, an, it's a spirit. So if you have that attitude, please come let me pray for you. It's an evil spirit. I have to cast it out. In your office, anytime there's a new idea, you'll be the first person to criticize it. It's not a good spirit. It's, it's a sign. It's a sign that you are Satan's agent he's going to use. You are always the champion of Workers Union, Workers Union, you are the champion. Oh, we don't go sit down, make the children every day. We don't go sit down, we don't go sit down. It's not a good spirit. We are on strike. We want to go on strike. We won't agree. Having you thought that the company had been good to you by employing you first? If you are not being employed, would you be standing here and say that we are on strike against management? But you see, one people who operate that spirit, they don't know that Satan is the one using them. Please, I beg, if you have that spirit in you, come. Come, let me pray for you. You are not a sinner, but it's a seed of Satan, which Satan will capitalize on it to destroy your life. Come. Now, if there's, you are here in the church, that you always feel that because of what somebody has done to you in this church, it has forced you to kind of even withdraw. Because, Obiyah, you are sorry, you 
That seed is still there. The seed of offense. Of, you have been offended. Because, hey, yeah. And why are you offended? Why are you It's a sign that your life is in danger. You are suddenly stopped coming to choir rehearsals because something has happened. Something. Recently, you have stopped. Even coming to church, you don't feel like coming to church. Why? You started where you were part of it. What has happened? Paul said that no, this influence is not of God. Something has changed. If you allow that thing to stay, Satan will use it against your life. Come. Come out of it. If you are here, please come. I want to pray for you. I want to deliver you from that. So that that spirit in you is a fifth column spirit. Satan will one day use it against you. And you will feel that. Come. Okay. Angels are here, so no problem. Thank God that angels, they don't have any problem with the sight of God. Father, let's pray. Say this at all. Say, Lord Jesus, I thank you for today. I know I'm a sinner. I've done so many bad things against you. Today, Jesus, I've come to know you and your word, that I'm a sinner. And when I believe in my, my heart and confess with my heart, my mouth, I'll be saved. So Jesus, forgive me my sins. Let your blood wash my sins away. Let your Holy Spirit come into my heart. Make me a new person. Make me a spiritual person. Help me to serve you, to love you, to follow you all the days of my life. Say, use me also to do something great in your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. What's your name? Michael. You are the only person who has given your life to Christ in this second service. Means that God loves you so much that among the many people, He came to select only you out of it. Receive a blessing from the Lord. Father, thank you. Holy Spirit, bless Him. Change Him. Transform Him. Let the power of God manifest through His life. As you have chosen Him, so sanctify Him, purify Him, and glorify Him. And make Him a great vessel in your house. May He remember today. When you save his life, may he become a living testimony of people who, when they came to Christ, they never went back. But they remain faithful to you to hear the voice, well done, well done, well done. In Jesus' name, amen. We believe you've been blessed by the message. Do visit us at the Macarius Church at Ringano on the 13th New Oyo Avenue behind the American House building. This and every Sunday are first and second services at 7.30 a.m. and 10 a.m. respectively. For counseling, prayer and spiritual support, do call 0244-327717 or 0243-869119. God richly bless you. So be- Oh,